Welcome to CRE Success, the podcast. Check us out online at cresuccess.co forward slash podcast. And now here's your host, Darren Krakowiak. I know you're going to love this week's episode because we're talking about the one thing that you should have learnt from lockdown and why a lot of what you learn during any lockdown, if you're unlucky enough to still be in one, will serve you well into the future. Hey there, and welcome to episode 52 of the show. My name is Darren Brukabiak. I equip commercial real estate professionals with proven client attraction and retention systems so they can save time, earn more, and be top performers in their market. Thank you so much for being there. This episode is brought to you by Released, a cloud-based commercial property management platform which centralizes portfolio data, automates workflows, and provides real-time reporting for landlords and property managers. A quick reminder before we get started about the one thing, the one thing that sets apart top performers from the rest of the pack in commercial real estate will be revealed tomorrow. I am recording and releasing this episode on Wednesday, September the 8th, and we are going live with this workshop on Thursday, September the 9th. It's happening at 11 a.m. Eastern time in Australia, then another session at 11 a.m. Hong Kong, Singapore time. Plus, if you're in North America, haven't forgotten about you, 2 p.m. Pacific, 5 p.m. Eastern, Whichever time works best for you, if you are listening to this episode within 24 hours of it being released, you can join us live and free. Go to our website, cresuccess.co. Near the top of the homepage, you'll see three ones. Just select the time that works best for you, and I look forward to seeing you there. I'm going to tell you what the one thing is. I'm going to share why it matters, and I'll also tell you what you can do to start adopting it immediately so you can become a top performer in your market. Let's get into today's topic. And last week I was talking about beliefs that are lies and continuing with that theme, a belief that I think a lot of people have held, partly in hope, is that things are going to go back to the way they were before COVID-19 once, whether it's vaccinations happen or something happens in the short term. And I think that what we're seeing is that things aren't going back to the way they were. They might be becoming more normal, but the expression has been coined, the new normal, right? And what does that new normal look like? I don't want to get bogged down in that. But what I do want to say is that COVID-19 has accelerated trends which were already in motion, things like e-commerce, for example, Another one is the use of video calls and Zoom. And that's the one that I want to talk about today because Zoom is this tool that whether you are stuck in lockdown, you really do need to use because you're not able to meet with people in person. Or even if you're beyond lockdowns where you are, it's still something which you're using more than you were before COVID-19 came along. So people are less likely to do meetings in person now just because they know that they can do Zoom or travel Travel is becoming less frivolous than it was. It seems like a bigger deal to get on a plane than it used to be. I think some people even perhaps won't be as likely to drive one hour for a meeting if they know they can do a meeting via Zoom. So 
getting better at Zoom is something that is worth spending the time to do. You might feel like, hey, I know how to use Zoom. I've used it plenty of times. What is this episode really about? Well, I want to share with you the basics, but also some advanced tips on how you can get better at Zoom. Because when you're not meeting people in person, and the only impression that they have of you is what they can see on a screen, then I think it's pretty important that we put our best foot forward with what it is that they can see. And in some ways, it's an advantage because there's less things that can go wrong when all people can see is a screen. But also, if we don't do the little things, then we might be putting ourselves at a disadvantage compared with other people who are. So I don't know about you, but sometimes when I'm on Zoom calls and you know, it takes a few minutes for other people to log in. They don't know how to turn the right camera on. They don't know how to turn the right microphone on. They might need someone to come into the room to help them. I kind of find myself thinking, how long has this pandemic been going on for? Surely people should know how to use Zoom. And that's probably a little bit unfair and impatient of me. And I do remind myself to be more patient. But I also know that I would rather be the one who is being patient as opposed to asking other people to be patient. And, you know, I've been guilty of, for example, leaving my microphone on mute when I'm talking. And in fact, I dropped my laptop a few weeks ago and that busted the webcam that's inside the built-in webcam in my laptop. And then I tried to do a Zoom call from my laptop when I wasn't at my desk connected to my external webcam. And I was that person who couldn't actually get logged on properly. So it does happen to everyone. That being said, I think that we just want to make sure that we know the basics of how to use Zoom. So if you haven't even figured that out yet, go ahead and bone up on how to get the right camera on, the right, the right microphone on, et cetera. But assuming that you're there, I want to tell you how to get better because if we're not able or not doing as many face-to-face meetings, it's important that we get this Zoom thing right. One thing that you can do is record yourself. Now, a lot of people don't like watching themselves back on video, but the only way that you'll see what you can't see is by watching yourself back. So there could be something that you're doing, a distracting mannerism or perhaps something that you're saying a lot, which is really taking away from the substance of what you're saying. It could be a blind spot that you can't see when you're in the moment that you can only catch by watching yourself back. So if ever you're in a meeting that is recorded, watch the recording and see how you look. Or if you're not often in meetings that are recorded, just ask the person, of course, ask them if you can record the meeting and watch it back for your own purposes and then just see how you're coming across. And then you can correct anything that is perhaps taking away from the substance of what you're saying based on what you see. Another thing that you can do is to go to the video settings on Zoom. So if you click on the video at the bottom of the screen while you're on a call, you'll see a few different options. One of them is touch up my appearance. This is kind of like an Instagram filter and you can toggle it left and right. And maybe you don't put it on the whole way because you'll start looking like a a cartoon character, but you might want to put it on a little bit just to get rid of any blemishes and to sort of make yourself look a little bit better on Zoom. Another thing that you can do inside the video settings is adjust for low light. And lighting is really important on video. Ideally, if you're able to have your desk facing natural light, so you've got lots of natural light coming onto your face, then that is ideal. But if that's not possible, then using the adjust for low light feature on LinkedIn will make more light come into the frame. 
Also, if you are somewhere where you don't have a lot of light, I would recommend potentially getting a ring light. They're not that expensive. And having more light on your face while you are on video just makes the video look better. Another thing that you can do is get a decent webcam. So I mentioned before my webcam in my laptop broke. I do also use an external webcam, but think about how much that you would spend on a pair of shoes or a belt or you know whatever you spend money on to make yourself look good. When you're on a webcam that is a low quality webcam, it's automatically making you look less good than you possibly could. And for a small investment, you can make yourself look a lot better. So if you look at it like that, I think having a decent webcam that makes you look good is a worthwhile investment. It's kind of like in Hollywood, they say lights, camera, action, right? So get the lighting right, get the camera positioning and the quality of the the camera right, and also action, watching yourself back, making sure that you are coming across well and that you're not doing anything that makes you, you know, for lack of a better term, look a little bit silly. Another thing to think about is the way you're dressed. So I don't think that you need to wear a suit and tie, for example, if that's something that you would usually do in a meeting if you're a guy. But at the same time, you probably wouldn't roll into a meeting in a tank top or a singlet. So perhaps you make a commitment to say, you know what, for all Zoom meetings that I'm doing for work, I'm at least going to wear a a collared shirt, for example. So I think all of these things matter because Zoom is here to stay, like I said. I think even if you're out of lockdown, you're doing more Zoom meetings than you were in the past. And We don't want to be disadvantaging ourselves by not putting our best foot forward when we are on a Zoom call. One other tip I've got for you is to not only get better at Zoom, so I just explained to you how to adjust for low light and to uh, touch up your appearance on Zoom, but there are other video formats or applications like Microsoft Teams, for example, and Google Meet. And you might say to yourself, well, in our organization, we use MS Teams, so that's the one I need to know. But you might be invited to a Zoom meeting from time to time. You might be able to use that on your phone if you can't use certain applications on your work system. Whatever the case might be, I think it's worth being able to know how to use different applications so you're not that person who's keeping everyone waiting when you get an invitation for a meeting on a platform that you're not so familiar with. I know I'm caught out sometimes when I'm invited to Microsoft Teams or to to Google Meet because I'm not as familiar with I've tried to get better on those applications. So really today is all about getting better at Zoom. I'll give you one other bonus tip. I was in a meeting, a Zoom meeting, and another person was eating a piece of cake. And I remember thinking to myself, if this was a real meeting, in-person meeting, then that person would not have wandered into the meeting room with a piece of cake and just started eating. And this wasn't like a webinar where I was presenting and that person was in the audience. This was a a meeting that they were participating in. So maybe have a think about that. If, you know, you wouldn't, a cup of coffee is probably all right, but if you wouldn't be eating in a meeting that you were in in person, then perhaps that's not the meeting that you should be eating in as well. I hope that today's episode has helped you just think a little bit about some ways that you can get better at Zoom or at Microsoft Teams or Google Meet or whatever video application you're using for meetings. I hope that you think about also other skills that you've picked up during lockdown, things that you've gotten better at that you weren't previously doing, that you don't just throw the baby out with the bathwater when you're out there again 
meeting with people that you use some of those skills that you've picked up along the way they will serve you well into the future uh, the last thing before we go that i'd love for you to do is to rate and review this podcast so if you found what we've talked about today helpful and you'd like to have more people find it the best way that you can help us share the message is to review the podcast if you're on apple for example to click that five star button and that will help more people find the content that's all i've got for you today thank you so much for listening and i will speak to you soon thanks for listening to cre success the podcast if you enjoyed this episode make sure you subscribe to us on your favorite podcast platform for more information about the show just check the show notes on your podcast app or visit us online at cresuccess.co. 90% of the world's data was generated in the last two years. Credia is a business intelligence and analytics tool for commercial real estate professionals. Using real-time insights, track key portfolio metrics and benchmark against the market so you can make faster and well-informed decisions. With live dashboards and bespoke reporting, impress both your executive team and your property clients. It's time to turn data into your most valuable asset with Credia from Released.